Hey guys, Courtney here with the Wayward Lasses, just reminding you to hit that like and subscribe button. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, or go to our website, www.waywardlasses.com. Did you type it in? All right, hurry up. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Here's the episode. People say and think that I'm crazy for taking this on, like on top of everything else. everything else and they're probably right but I've just like I said I've always just I've always worked and this is just a huge outlet for me as well I I really love it it I get to you know dive into my creative side and it's you know it's it's beautiful work so people always put a smile on their face when they see it they love it I love seeing people post pictures from their parties you know group settings in front of the balloons. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like I created, you know, a photo backdrop for them. And it's just really fun. I really enjoy it. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things Podcast. <laughs> real content. Encouraging. For real women. Affirming. Loving. Every age and stage of life. <laughs> Are you ready to get real with the Wayward Lasses? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host today, Brittany, joined by my sister, Courtney. Hello, sister. Hello, sister, our mother, Amy. Hello, ladies. And our very special guest for the evening, Caroline Silvius. Hello, thanks for having me. Hello, we're so excited to have you on here. Uh, Before we hop into Caroline's story and her business, we are going to start off with some trivia. And mom, you've got it, so take it away. I have got it. This is, so Caroline, one of the things you said was pop culture, so I just kind of grabbed that. All right. Google Google pop culture. There's many things pop culture. I've got superhero pop culture. I figured this would be the easiest out of all the pop culture I was looking at. Superhero pop culture. Superhero pop culture. Oh, Lord. Right. What is Magneto's real name? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. So his first name is Eric. Yes. And his last name is... I don't remember. I don't know anything about superheroes. My husband would know, but that doesn't count. (laughs) We'll go with Eric. Eric is fine. It's Eric Magnus Lencher. Yeah, I would have never gotten that. (laughs) Are we going to be good with superheroes? Let's see. Keep going, Moss. I'll I'll go easy on you guys. What is Batman's real name? I know this one. Caroline a chance. Batman. No. Batman. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I shouldn't end that one. <laughs> All right, this one. You'll get this one, Caroline. Okay. Who is Spider-Man's main love interest? Maggie. Mm, close. Mar no, Martha's his aunt. Aunt it's Martha. An M. You're right. It's a it's an M. It's an M. Drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank, you guys. <laughs> Mary Jane, right? Mary Jane. Mary Jane and her green eyes. Mary Jane. I was thinking I had Kirsten Dunst in my head the whole time. Like, You're right. What? That was Mary Jane, yeah. <laughs> Mary Jane. All right, oh a couple more. We're going to let you redeem yourself here. <clears throat> what is Superman's main weakness? 
Uh, kryptonite. Kryptonite. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, got one. Got one. Uh, actually, I'll probably do a couple more. What nation does Black Panther take place in? Wakanda forever. Oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> This is like the worst like subject of pop culture. I feel like for me, and it should be good because of my son and my husband who are obsessed. But no, uh, let's just take a guess somewhere in Asia. I, I don't know <laughs> what. <laughs> Go ahead, Brent. What was it? It's Wakanda. 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 Okay, how about this one? This will be the last one. Who was the first female member of the Justice Society, which eventually became the Justice League? Is it Wonder Woman? Know. It's Wonder Woman! <laughs> I guess the most obvious female superhero ever and just hope that was right. Very good. Yes. All right. Well, I learned something already. <laughs> That's awesome. I would be ashamed. <laughs> he'll listen and be like, what? You didn't know that? <laughs> if he'll listen. None of our husbands listen to the podcast. Oh, my gosh. Typical. Yeah. Typical. Typical. All right, guys, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. Like I said, we are interviewing Caroline Silvius, and she is the owner of Balloon Designs by Caroline. And before we hop into her business and her story, Caroline, could you briefly introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. Um, My name's Caroline. I am 30, turning 31 in a few days. Um, I have two kids, a four-year-old boy named Lucas, and my baby girl's turning one in five days. Her name's Savannah. I'm actually a full-time nurse. Um, That's my first and always will be. Um, I'm married. I live in, I live right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, technically in South Carolina. It's called Indian Land. It's about half a mile from the border. Um, and I grew up around the Charlotte area and yeah, that's pretty much the basics. I love that. So how did you get into balloon designs? Like what sparked your interest in this? So basically I, um, I have always been one of the go-tos for, uh, planning parties for my friends and it kind of, um, jump started when everybody started getting married, bridal showers and engagement parties and all of that jazz, I kind of just started taking the reins, planning parties, and we would always hire somebody to do these balloons when they started getting really popular, I want to say like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we would just pay for it, not think twice about it. And then it was about a year and a half ago, I started looking to hire somebody for my son's birthday and I've always loved them. I've just been really intrigued with them. And I, and I started looking at everything and I was like, you know what? I actually am going to try and cut costs for myself on this party. And let me just see if I can teach myself how to do these. And I taught myself and well, you know, via resources online and I was really good at it. So I started practicing and then I started doing friends, birthdays, showers, their kids' birthdays. And that's how I got started, honestly, just 
kind of went with it after that. Wow, that's awesome. And I've seen, I've been stalking your your Instagram and your Facebook. You make some crazy cool designs. They're really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it, it is It is really crazy. Like every time I think something looks really awesome and so cool, and, and it does, there's just, there's so much creativity in that business. Um, there's always something like a new trend. Every time I think, oh, I'm on top of it with the trends and what's new, it's just my mind is blown with with things that are out there in this genre. It's just people are so creative. It's it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny, the evolution of balloons, I feel yeah. like. Like when I was a kid, I had like a happy birthday foil balloon, whatever it is. And it was just like this one little balloon or a little balloon bouquet. And even for like my kids, like my, my oldest son, for his birthdays, I got like, you know, a couple of little latex balloons or whatever. And now it's like these masterpieces. It's like <laughs> the most yeah. amazing thing. I Do know. You- do you find that like your clients come to you and they know what they want or are you having like the liberty to kind of just be creative and do what you want? So usually they send it like a little inspirational picture. Um, And I usually take that and I don't want to say mimic it because I like to not completely copy it, Mm -hmm. but basically that's kind of my, my guide or, whatever you want to call it. And I usually come pretty close with my own like twist on it, I guess you could say. Um, So I like, I think that's the easiest way just because there's so many, somebody says, I want, I want an orange pink um, and rose gold. Well, there's so many shades of, of pink, orange, and it's, it's just crazy. So it's really is best to bring some kind of sample piece. um, And I can usually do it off that. Yeah. That makes sense. They're mm-hmm. so pretty though. Like I, like I said, I feel like they were just for kids' birthday parties and now it's like you make them look so elegant. Like you use them for bridal showers and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Bridal yeah. showers, gender reveals, engagement parties, um, baby showers, graduations are going to be coming up here in May. So um, that's going to be a big popular one. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, and, and I don't know, my, my parents and stuff, they're like, oh, this is crazy. Like, just, just how you were saying, you know, they'd be lucky to have one or two balloons at a birthday party. And it's just, it's come such a long way. I'm like, they're definitely going to go out of style one day, but I'm hoping not anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> For my sake. <laughs> yeah. But there will be something else, you know, who knows what will be, but I don't think it'll be anytime soon. Yeah. This it's yeah, this is trending now. Who knows it'll be trending in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. But um, I also see that you don't just do just the balloons. Like you have little add-ons, right? That you can yeah. kind of create even more of an ambiance. So what are mm-hmm. some of the things that you offer? Share with our audience. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we actually just got our website. We as in, it's just me, but my husband helps me a lot. So um, we I finally got the website up and running, which I'm really excited about. And it's got all of my options on there. Um, the Instagram page is basically just like a collage, but it doesn't really break it down. Um, so I do decals a lot on the balloons, which is a really nice, like easy um, and not uh, not very expensive add-on for the client. Um, so just happy birthday, Sarah, or whatever is something super simple. Um and so I do those on the really big balloons. I also make um, 
decals on i have you know those really big arches like wooden arches and you can customize those so i do decal phrases on those i also do signs um basically like wooden like i use these 18 inch wooden um, signs that just kind of float um i can customize that um florals are really really pretty add-in that's probably my favorite thing to do um and honestly you can put like anything into the balloons and just get really creative um i have a lot of a couple of other backdrops um that help with it too a lot of times people will provide like a banner or something mm-hmm. that's really popular but i'm actually starting to not really like that look and it's kind of hard to tell the client like they have this huge banner it's kind of hard to say like oh I don't really really love how that <laughs> looks anymore because that's what they want but I feel like it kind of takes away from I guess like the creativity and the organic look that I'm kind of going for but I, I do work with it I've never I never said I'm not going to use it but Right. Um, that's a really popular thing, but yeah, it's, it's the sky is the limit with things that you can add on. Um, there are these clear bubble, they look like huge bubbles, um, balloons, and there's so many things that you can do with those. I don't have a lot of photos yet, but, um, uh, my daughter's birthday party is wonder the sea. Um, so I'm going to be doing a lot of really, really cool stuff with those. Um, you can actually, like put paint in there and make it look like almost a tie-dye balloon there's you can put confetti in there there you can put literal flowers and objects in these things um y'all have to stay tuned to my instagram page and you'll see what i'm talking about (laughs) my gosh you could really get so creative with these things Mm -hmm. that's amazing Guys, yeah. I put her. I put her website in the chat, and that's what I've been looking at. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, that's what I've been. Sorry, I've been I fine. love I've been Wonder the Sea. Wonder the Sea is so cute. I wish I would have thought of that. My kids turned one. <laughs> it's so hard because I have. Um, so my daughter, basically four. I was the fifth um, female out of one group of friends. We're all really, really close, and we were all pregnant in the year of 2021 slash 2022. And so she was the fifth baby to be born in like within like 10 months. And so they all, you know, have their first birthday parties. And I was like, I have to think of a different theme. Right. Um, But yeah, I really like this one. And it wasn't used in our group yet. So I'm super excited. So you're unique. I love that though. Mm -hmm. So cool. How are you getting the decals on the balloons? Sorry, mom. Sorry. (laughs) I'm laughing because, okay, I will... I have a funny story about that, but I'll tell you right after. But um, so basically I do it just how I would any other way when transferring a decal there there's transfer tape basically. Uh So you, you weed out the vinyl. I'm a, you're a cricket user, right, Brittany? So you know what I'm talking about. Uh Um, So you do the exact same way that you would put it on any other object. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's more tedious because you really have to go like one letter at a time and kind of repress it down. So it goes on the curve of the balloon. Mm -hmm. Um, There's this hack that I haven't tried yet. You know, there's hacks for everything. Um, TikTok is my best friend with this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's this hack where you can use press and seal supposedly um for balloons and apparently it's a lot more flexible um so i do plan to try that just haven't done it yet okay um 
<laughs> but I actually had um, a small job this morning where I um, I had this balloon column for this consignment shop nearby that was super, super cute. <clears throat> and I put their logo on there. And I did it last night. And I was going to drop it off on the way to my other job this morning. Because luckily, I didn't have to do a full install since it was a column. And I came downstairs and my son had peeled off all the decals on the balloon like they were stickers and that one was a really tedious one because the more and Brittany I'm sure you know this the more like intricate and cursive the font is the longer it takes because it's so fragile and of course that was one of those fonts oh no and he peeled off he left one one of the small words but peeled everything else off so if I wanted to completely start over with an easier font, that wasn't really going to make sense because it wouldn't match. So I had to start all over at like 7.15 this morning. I was supposed to leave my house at 7.30. And so that was really fun. I basically did it as fast as possible. And I did make it look better than original. But um, yeah, I was heated. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like of all the times I'm leaving before work to do this, I never do that. And thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> So actually, that's a great segue to the question I have. How long does it actually take you to to do this? Because there's some that look pretty simple, but I can only imagine. I am deathly afraid of balloons. Everybody knows that. So how do you, you know, from the, I guess, the easiest that you do to probably something that's a little bit more intricate, mm-hmm. what's, the, what's the time that it takes to actually you know, from start to finish, put something like this together? So for like a basic install, I don't really do like small garlands unless it's for a friend. Um, But a basic install, which is like, you know, just a standard size with nothing super extra or special. I usually blow the balloons up the day before the event. These the balloons will last like a month if they're inside. Like they're cra- it's crazy because of you know it's like professional grade quality. They last forever. So I usually blow them up the day before, and for like a standard size, it's not humongous. It usually takes me about between forty five minutes to an hour and a half, depending if I'm double stuffing them or not. Um, which means literally stuffing two balloons together, which is really common for custom colors. So that's about an hour average. And then um, driving to the site the next day. And then, you know, I give my I give myself about 30 minute window for that. And the actual installation takes about an hour and a half average, I would say, for like a standard size. So you're looking at about like three hours total, um, not including travel time for like a basic install. And transporting, I mean, like some of the pictures that I'm looking at, there's a lot of balloons. Do you lot have, of did you have to like get another vehicle to transport all the balloons? I mean, that's a that is a fun subject. So, <laughs> my husband and I argue every single time. Every single time, he he loads my car, um, and every single time, babe, these are not gonna fit. You did more than last time, which is never true because I know exactly how many fit in my car. And every single time I fill them up in these, um, so they're like sofa bags, um, like that actually, you know, those huge furniture bags. Like if you are moving, that's what I put them in. 
And I filled two of those up and I drive a midsize SUV, so it could definitely be bigger, but two of those typically will fit. And I just fold my, um, you know, fold all the chairs down in the car. And every single time I prove him wrong, like he's like, they're not going to fit this time. I'm like, okay, watch me. And so now what I'll do is to save room is I'll leave like the massive balloons, like there's like 36 inch balloons that are huge. I'll leave those to blow those up on site because it, it doesn't take that long since I only use a few of those and those take up a lot of room. Um, one job that I did, uh, which is the staircase at the venue with the Valentine's Day theme, uh-huh. that took three SUVs. That yeah. one was, that was wow. like 760 balloons. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was my biggest job so far. Um, And I had never done one that large before. And I didn't really know quite the the work that it was going to entail. And now that I've done it, I'm like, okay, I I definitely undercharged for that. If I do it again, I'll know what to charge appropriately. They got to steal from me um, because I I didn't realize how much work that one was going to be. But it was really awesome. Um, so yeah, I, um, I know a lot of people in the industry, um, that rent U-Hauls and stuff, um, because it can get to the capacity where it's not going to fit in an SUV. So, so far I make it work and, um, whatever I can't fit, like I'll, I'll do on site. Um, but yeah, I made, I've made it work so far. <laughs> 760 balloons. How long does that take you to blow That one I worked on for like a week. Um, yeah. It was like I would blow up like a, a hundred or 200 balloons a night for like three or four nights. And then they had specialty balloons for that one, which is like the huge starburst looking balloons. I don't know if y'all have seen those. Uh, yep. Those look really cool, but they are really difficult to put together. Um, I think it took me like 20 minutes per balloon or 20 or 25 minutes per balloon for the, just the Starburst alone. And then um, another thing that makes uh, the garlands look really cool and organic is the, the mini cluster balloons. So, you know, making those... It's not terrible unless you have really a bunch to make, which I've been recently doing like these micro mini garlands, which those, those are a little bit tedious. So it just depends on how like intricate the garland's going to be. Oh my God. Yeah. I just have to ask. Oh, go ahead. I just, just, I'm still on the 760 thing. (laughs) Where did you keep them? You have two small children. Where did you keep them that they weren't jumping in these balloons? So I keep them like basically I will store that like so I'll blow enough up for one huge bag in one sitting so that they're contained. Okay. And then I'll usually put them like in my garage if it's not freezing or have them tied up so that they can't get access to them. And luckily my daughter's not not quite mobile enough to really do anything with that yet. And my son Mm -hmm. is really funny. He's very protective over my balloons, except for the decal episode this morning. Like um, he knows they're fragile. They're mommy's balloons and nobody can touch them. Um, He has been to multiple parties that I've done balloons for and kids will go up to them and start begging on them and stuff. 
and he goes up to them and like goes like this and gets in front of like, no, do not touch my balloons. No, mommy's balloons. Do not touch them. So it's actually that pretty so funny. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah luckily, luckily, I mean, I do everything to keep like loose balloons out of their reach because that's a huge, obviously, safety concern that it freaks sure. me out. But um I, I keep those out of reach. And then when I'm actively blowing up, my daughter's always asleep when I do this already anyway. So she's not really out. Um, and I just immediately put them in storage bags. Smart. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I just had this vision of my son in a, in my house with 700 balloons. Like, yeah, I think I blew up 20 for his birthday and they're still hanging around. I still find them like in random places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. All right. Yeah. Sorry, Brett. I interrupted you twice. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, I was just laughing along with that because I can see Kai for sure just running rampant through balloons. Yeah. So he's um, a Lucas too. He's Kai Lucas. So. Oh, well, that's in- cute. <laughs> in the name. Yeah. He must be wild then. Mm-hmm. How old is he? He just turned four. Yeah. Mine's four as well. <laughs> wild age. Wild age. Sure wild. is. <laughs> what are all these balloons connected to? Like, I can see, obviously, like, there's an arc that I can see that they're connected to. One is a staircase. But some of them, like, how are you keeping this shape? Like, are they, how, are they all connected to something? I'm staring at my supply bag. I'm like, I could show you some things, but I'd have to get up. Um, so, okay. Uh, do you mean, like, how are they connected to each other, or how are they connected to these random structures? I would say both, because I'm seeing these little clusters, and they're just sitting so perfectly, you know, in all these different places, and then the balloon's, like, climbing up and going across the side, so you must have, like, this fixture that they're attached to, but I'm just so if they're if they're just on a wall, and I'm just making a random shape um, without a frame or anything, I use these, I basically what I do is I put these hooks on the wall first, the shape that I kind of want the, the garland to flow. Um, so if I want it to be like in a diagonal line, I'll just do, you know, a few kind of in that pattern and I use, it depends on the kind of wall. Like if it's drywall with paint, then I have to put painters tape down first. And then I use these, like, they're like command hooks, but they're really, really, really sticky. Um, they work better in my opinion. They're these like flexible hooks and I put those on top of the painters tape and then I get, um, I use the really long stretchy balloons. They're called 260s. And those are what people use for like animal balloons, you know, the twisting, mm-hmm. the twisting people. Um, those are what I use to attach like everything together. So I'll tie that to the hook. And then I basically like intertwine everything, the, um, the stretchy into the balloons. And then I just, I, you can attach them in different ways. Like you can build the garland like I can put a 10 foot garland together and then go to hang it or I can put like clusters together and then tie them as I go into the pattern okay it's really the easiest and the most reassuring when something's just on a frame because I know that nothing's going to pop off the wall but obviously that's you know there's demand for all of it so yeah it's fun. It's it. <laughs> amazing. Those those hooks have done have really never done me wrong so far. Um, 
but I'm just waiting for the day. I'm just waiting yeah. for the day. That's it's nerve wracking when they're on the wall. Cause like not, nothing is perfect. No hook is perfect. It's just, mm-hmm. I just hope that when that day comes, like the Lord will be with me and my <laughs> client is not going to be, you know, going off. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so I want to switch gears just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you said that you are a full-time nurse and you also have this business. So could you maybe talk to us and share with our listeners a little bit about some of the challenges that you face with balancing the two? Yeah. So, okay. So right now, this is basically my side business that I'm hoping to turn into a more full-time business, um, depending on how well it excels um, and go part-time as a nurse. But it is definitely hard um, doing both. Um, I, I'm really lucky in that I have great hours right now at my nursing job. I don't work from home or anything, but my hours are seven to three, um, Monday through Thursday. And then I get off at 1230 on Friday. So I work like a half day. So I have a little bit of space there to get the kids come home. I mean, being a mom is and all that is probably the most challenging because if I didn't have children, I would just work all the time because I'm just a really hard worker and I like to stay busy. But that's the biggest challenge is, you know, work-life, mom-life balance. So most of this that I do for my balloons, almost every single um, setup is on the weekends. And like I was telling you guys early Earlier, I pretty much always blow up the balloons and get them ready and stuff after my kids are asleep. So it's not taking time away from them. And then, you know, the setups themselves on the weekends, I'll be gone for two or three hours. Um, and I, a lot of times it's when my daughter's napping. So um, right now it's not taking too much time away from the kids. And that's honestly my biggest concern versus having two jobs, if you will. Um, so I feel like that's the biggest challenge is making sure it's not taking my free time too much away from them. I feel like I've been kind of creative as much as I can as of now. Um, I love being a nurse and you know, that's, that's my baby, but I, I really would love to eventually be able to have more flexibility with my schedule and be home more. And I can do a lot of, you know, a lot of the prep and the communication and the marketing and the business aspect from home doing this. So that's kind of my goal, and we're just going to see where it takes us. That's good, though. Um, I th- that's always a challenge is balancing mom life and, and work life, but um sounds like you're doing a great job, so kudos Thank to you. Thank you. Yeah, people say and think that I'm crazy for taking <laughs> this on, like on top of everything else, the, everything else, and they're probably right, but I've just, like I said, I've always just... I've always worked and this is just a huge outlet for me as well. I, act, I really love it. it. I get to, you know, dive into my creative side and it's, you know, it's, it's beautiful work. So it, people always put a smile on their face when they see it. They love it. I love seeing people post pictures from their parties, you know, group settings in front of the balloons. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like I created, you know, a photo backdrop for them and, it's just really fun. I really enjoy it. It's completely different from nursing. It's it's more of a, I don't know, just, um, it's not as heavy, you know, it's light and fun sure. and, you yeah. know, so Definitely. it's a good outlet. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I've got a question. Um, what is the oddest event you had to create a balloon thing for? Um, or if you don't have the oddest, um, well, you said the most difficult one was the 760 balloons, right? Yes. I will say I haven't had like a weird request yet as far as like a not so basic venue or party. It's all been birthdays, bridal showers, engagement parties, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like the staircase one, I think, was the most unique um, ask. That was actually for a fundraiser for a um, – for what was it? A children's foster foster home, foster home organization. Um, so that was, I guess, the most unique like event that I've done. It wasn't like just a party. It was it was a huge fundraiser event. But I haven't had any like super weird requests yet. I guess you could say I'm waiting on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I can't wait to hear when you do have that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's funny because I'm sorry. I was just going to say along to with that question. Do you have a favorite event that you like to do? Baby showers. Like baby showers. Yeah. I mean, I love them all, but I'm obsessed with baby showers, and um, it it's not good for my baby fever because I want <laughs> one more, and it's just like this is not good. This is it's not helping at all. It was my husband's like, no, we have two. We have one boy and one girl. Why do we need another one? Like, you're crazy. We have the all-American dream. Like, daycare is more than our mortgage. Let's stop there. And I'm just like, but, but, but. I'm one of three is the problem. And it's just like my, that's always been my number. My two, I'm obsessed with my two kids. Like, they're perfect in my eyes. So, of course, it just makes me think if I have another one, they're going to be perfect too. But, <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see. That, that's basically to be determined, to be continued, all of that. But I love baby showers the most. Baby showers. Yeah. Okay. And it's really funny. Um, it's so crazy how, like, all the baby shower themes are so trendy. Um. It's just like it, they literally go viral. It's like two or three baby shower themes, then that'll be it. And then it'll be something else next year. Like right now it's the mm -hmm. we can barely wait theme. And it's so popular, like with the teddy bears. Mm -hmm. And then I don't really like this one. I don't know. But that's just me. And I the guess barely wait one. No, I like I love the barely wait one. I don't like the talk about a baby theme. It's the Fiesta theme. Have y'all seen that? I've, oh. I've one. Um, I don't know why I don't like it for a baby. I think it's just because it's like bold, bright colors. And to me, like it, it doesn't like mix with baby. But that's just probably me being super opinionated. But yeah, ta it. it's like taco about a baby. Oh, taco. taco. Yeah, like a, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's not yeah. right now, but that's definitely a popular one. Tacos and baby. That is actually pretty cool. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean it's cool. weird, but I think what I'm looking at, that's pretty cool. Are those the colors you use? Where's the taco one? It's uh, <laughs> on the gallery on the, well, let's see, midway down. I don't know. And see, it's kind of hard because I don't have all my pictures on Instagram as I do my website and vice versa. 
So it depends on which one you guys are looking at. I don't think I have to talk about the baby on the website. You do. You do. I do. Yeah. So, and then also my other favorite that I've done was actually a birthday, first birthday, but it is, you know, along the lines of baby shower because it's over a one-year-old is the um, winter wonderland. I loved that so much, but I couldn't steal it because my girl was not born in, you know, the winter month, so it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know if I had a theme. What was our theme for Emma, Brett? It was just one. Emma is one. one. I think that, that was <laughs> Emma is one. I think that, that was our <laughs> How old is Emma? Emma is six now. She'll be seven. Yeah. This year. Like yeah. the one year old thing, like the whole one year old theme, I feel like is new. Like in the last like two or three years is mm-hmm. That was not like my son's four, and even when he was one, like there was yeah. not. I don't feel like there was like a one theme, and now it's so popular. popular. Like, so yeah, it's just everything is just so trendy right now. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the parties all have themes, but there was no like play on play on the words. One. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So mm, hopefully that doesn't start now because I don't know what rhymes with seven or what you're gonna do for seven. <laughs> Seven, I'll be lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. I think I think it can just stick to one. You know, one. We'll stop there. I, I don't know. Actually, I take that back. I've seen a lot of twos lately. Like, like too fast, too furious, and um, too wild. Too much. There was for <laughs> uh, when my son turned two, which you know our sons are the same age. It was two infinity and beyond. T-W-O, Infinity and Beyond. I was like, oh, I love Toy Story. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that is a cute one. That's a good one. But yeah, that's all I got for creativity. That's the best one. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I've got a question for you. Do you have um, advice for our listeners, for anyone who's looking, who already has a full-time job and has this creative bug and, you know, wants to start a business, but is really struggling to make that step? Any advice for... Or even if it's not that, any advice being, you know, a full-time mom, a full-time nurse and having your own business? I think the biggest thing is just basically set a goal of what you want your business to be. And then like right now, my goal is my goal is for it to be part-time right now and then see where it takes me. And then just like do not give up because – and just keep going if, even if people doubt you or think it's a dumb idea or, or whatever. Just – take it one step at a time. Like I started with just doing them for friends, doing this for friends and people that I knew. And then all of a sudden everybody was like, you need to start a business, start a business, start a business. And finally one day I was like, I'm going to, because I'm sick of doing these for free because why would I keep doing this for free when there, this is a business. And then the next thing you know, I had an Instagram page and the next thing you know, like it, it, it kind of took off and, now I've got, you know, business cards and a website and an LLC and just, you know, getting business left and right, word to mouth. Um, just don't give up because I've been discouraged a lot. Um, just random times, you know, um, when you don't know if, if you're good enough or or if if you feel like it just seems really overwhelming, just I say take it day by day and just don't give up and just stay positive. I mean, that's kind of what I've done. And also a lot of support, like from 
close friends and family or your spouse or whatever is really helpful too. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of words of encouragement have been received well, you know, in times of need, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I, that's my that little piece. Good. That's good. That. Yeah. Uh, going off what you said as far as, <clears throat> hey, you know, I've had enough doing this for free. I'm going to turn this into a business. What were the startup costs as far as, you know, starting something like this? Because I, I think it would be pretty, you know, co- not costly. Pretty, I'm going to say cheap, but <laughs> not expensive. But then I don't know because there's probably things that I'm not considering. I'm just thinking a bunch of latex balloons. But uh, what, what would be startup costs as far as doing something like this goes? So when I first started doing them and started charging, I would just charge like a flat rate, like what I thought was what people would pay, um, which I would say I would say like $100 or I would do small ones for like $50 or something like that, um, $120. And after doing them for a while, and doing research, I realized I was way, way undercharging. And um, and I knew that at first because I was new to the business and I was just trying to get clients. Um, but what people don't realize is it's, it is latex, but so the cost of materials, it, it can be like easily, easily up to $100 for like a nice garland. And that's not even including like add on stuff like flowers, um, specialty balloons, stuff like that. So, um, I mean, I don't, nobody would ever use like Amazon balloons or party city balloons or anything for something like this. Um, doing it for, I mean, I wouldn't even use that for myself anymore because I know like the difference in how they look now. Mm -hmm. Um, but that in itself is a huge difference in price point. Um, and then another thing people don't realize is when we're going to place orders, um, it's like four sizes, four different sizes per color um, for a garland like this. And so to get to get that look, you have to have all different sizes and, and things like that. And so we're placing these orders for four different bags of balloons, you know, high quality balloons per color. So if you have four colors per garland, um, you know, that's 16 bags right there. And we're not using, well, we're not using every single uh, balloon in that bag. We're probably, you know, using 25 to 30%. So costs can be easily up to a hundred dollars, especially if you're doing double stuffing, which is really, really common for these custom colors and that like really professional look. And then you basically just decide what you want to charge for your labor from there. So um, what's really common right now is people are charging per foot. um, And that's kind of how price points are. And I've been doing a lot of research around my area. And a lot of people are charging between $25 and $35 per foot of garland. Um, Mm -hmm. and then people charge different amounts for their installs and setup. Like some people charge 25% just for, you know, delivery install and setup. Um, 
for me right now, I am charging $23 a foot because I'm trying to be a little bit, you know, under that, under the average. And then I'm charging a flat rate of $25 for a setup versus 25%. Um, mm-hmm. And then $50 if they're running um, like arches and stuff, because that's a lot more labor. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where what the price point looks like. Now, some companies charge a lot more than that, um, but the average is like between $25 and $30 per foot, which sounds crazy, but that's that's the going rate. Um, so like an, an, I would say like a nice um, medium-sized garland um, would be like around $300. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I know. And, and it, it does, it does sound like a lot, like, uh, like that sounded like a lot to me too, like before I was doing this. Um, but after actually doing research and being in the industry and seeing like how much cost materials and time it takes to plan and after the client actually blow up, drive to the site, install, drive back from the site, double stuff, all of that. It's, I mean, it is, it is time and labor and money for materials. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, your time, and your time is worth it for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm trying to be like a little bit more reasonable than the average for my area right now, because I feel like that's appropriate since I've only been in the business for like, you know, six months to a year and um, just trying to get, you know, as much business as I can for what I think is reasonable, you know, in comparison to to the to the competitors Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. um question for you you've kind of already talked about how you wanted one of your goals to be is to make this more full-time do you have any other goals that you have set for yourself for the year um well do more things with my kids just in general (laughs) if we're talking about just like generalized goals um i have like a um certain number in my head of what I want the business to meet profit wise. Um, so I can pay for my kids daycare just out of this business. Um, and basically that that's a major goal right now. Um, like I mentioned before, daycare is crazy. Do you have, are your kids in daycare, Courtney? No, my daughter's in first grade and my son is, I, I work nights, so I'm able to stay with him during the day, but I know that it's, uh, quite expensive. Yes. And that's my biggest struggle as a mom is having that like mom guilt for working. I'm in that weird sweet spot where I can't like stay home. Like I make too much as a nurse to where it makes sense to just stay home. And I have a lot of friends that, you know, they wouldn't make as much in whatever job they were doing previously before they had kids. So it didn't make sense for them to go to work because it would be a a wash for daycare. So I'm kind of in that like little bit of like a gray area where like I kind of have to work um, right now. And so I'm just, you know, working even more. So I would say my goal for the year is to, you know, to hit a certain quota to be able to use that to pay for daycare and just grow my business as much as possible. And, and, and the ultimate goal is to have, more time at home, drop down part-time as a nurse and do this, you know, maybe do, do this more so for my full time, just depending on, on how it pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lucas is starting soccer in a couple weeks. So um, we're going to be doing the whole sports thing and all of that jazz. So just work-life balance 
and time management is like a forever never ending goal just like keep improving on that mm-hmm. yeah so true <laughs> very true and to get a tahoe yeah. Yeah. Trying, to, okay. trying to convince my husband that i need to trade my ford edge in for a tahoe for my there balloons yeah Some more in there long long term it'll pay off yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. so we'll see how that goes Oh gosh! So um, before we wrap things up, was there anything that we didn't ask you or that we didn't touch on that you wanted to talk about or share with our listeners? Um, well, we touched on it like a little bit, but I guess um, what I would, I would just touch, touch on a little bit more is just the struggles of of having a small business in general and just that doubt that creeps in. Um, just to try and do everything you can to overcome that doubt. And like, it, it, it's interesting to see your support system and then people that maybe you would have thought would have been your support system that haven't been. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like you start feeling that doubt, like creep in more and more and more as people will let you down sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, just ignore that voice, ignore the doubt. Um, you know, it's hard coming up with that, like, perfect price point that doesn't that's not too expensive but not short selling yourself as well um and just it's it's a lot harder than I expected I think starting out a small business just everything it takes and there's still a lot that I don't know and that I'm learning um but yeah just just keep going yeah (laughs) you know you didn't work this hard for nothing, just to give up. To give up. That's my biggest, that's my biggest thing is that the struggle can be real, but I'm just trying to tell myself and other people um, keep going. And I feel like moms supporting moms and also small business owners supporting small business owners and women and women is huge and to lean on each other for that support. Mm. Yeah. That's something that I think every single one of our guests has brought up is just keep going when things get hard and to find your tribe, find your yeah. people that are going to support you, that are going to encourage you because it is hard mm-hmm. and you're, you're selling yourself essentially, right? Because mm-hmm. this is your own brand and your own business. So sometimes when people, when you feel that rejection, you feel that doubt, it's hard not to take it personally because oh, it's, you, it's, it's your baby. <laughs> Absolutely. And I will say another thing really fast before we close that social media has been kind of like a, a blessing and a curse at the same time, because yeah. they're, they're constantly changing their um, formulas or whatever you want to call them, um, where you'll get all these, all this exposure and likes and comments and shares, and then you'll get like no exposure and you're trying to figure out the rhyme and reason. And I've personally been doing a lot of research as well. Like, you know, because I've noticed a huge fluctuation in Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Um, they're constantly changing their exposure mechanisms and wanting you to, you know, wanting you to pay for your content to be exposed mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so that can get you down. Like yeah. it can really get you down. I'll post and be like, oh, I've gotten two likes and I usually would have gotten a hundred. Like, is this just a really bad photo or, right? but it's all part of whatever's going on there in the background. So that is a blessing and a curse, I guess. It sure is. And it's hard because like, 
the culture that we live in, everything is so social media oriented. Like I know for us and the podcast, we're like, yay, we have this many followers. It's only two more yeah. than we had last week. And it's, it can be discouraging sometimes. You're like, do, do we just like suck? Like nobody wants to listen to us. Um, oh, no, it's crazy. It's, so it can be a little like, oh, like, you know, but we, you have to just kind of stick to, like you said, just keep going. And, you know, we believe that we've got a purpose in doing this and so mm-hmm. do you. And you just kind of got to keep going, find your tribe to keep encouraging you and just press on. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For thanks sure. For, thanks for sharing all of that. Yeah. Um, but before we close and say our goodbyes, I do want to give you a chance to let our listeners know how, how do they reach you? What, what are your uh, handles for them to find you on Instagram or your yeah. website? Yeah. So um, my website is www.balloondesignsbycaroline.com. Um, my Instagram is at balloons, balloon designs by Caroline with there's an underscore. So it's balloons underscore designs underscore by underscore, you know. Um, <laughs> And then my email is balloondesignsbycaroline at gmail.com. So I think between those three things, you can probably get in touch with me. (laughs) I'll find you. And we're going to include all that info in our show notes. So everyone will be able to to find you after the episode. (laughs) I have phone numbers even on my website. So yeah, you can find me if you want. (laughs) I'm findable, searchable. That's so awesome. Well, Caroline, thank you so much for being with us um, and for sharing your story with us. I've enjoyed this conversation so much. It's been so much fun. You are so much fun. Oh, thank Um, you. You're so creative. And I know that I speak for everyone when I say we're so excited to just see where this next year is going to take you. It's going to be so awesome for you. We're rooting for you. And uh, yeah, you're killing it. You're killing it as a mom and and, uh, and a nurse. You're balancing it all out. And uh, we can't wait to see what's in store for you. So thank you thank so much. You for guys. Us. I've had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad time. we met at that award ceremony. I know. I know. It was meant to be. It was, it was. Meant to be. Yeah. And we'll have you back. Definitely have you back um, in a year from now or so to just see see how everything is going. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, ladies. I had so much fun. Thank Yay. you. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you know, we couldn't do this without you. Make sure you guys like and subscribe in all of the places. And until next time, we are the Wayward Lasses, reminding you to keep it real. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for coming. Thank Bye. you. Bye.